Welcome to Startup and Strategy, where we break down the essential strategies of the most successful entrepreneurs and founders to take your startup to the next level. Thanks for joining episode 15 of Startup and Strategy Podcast, which I'll explain and demystify growth concepts uh, for startup um, ecosystem. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how to run a successful business in the Web3 world. So I guess Web3 is now a new buzzword. Everybody's talking about Web3 and Metaverse and the impact on businesses and pretty much our lives, right? And history shows that anything that's changing the landscape of a technology will essentially change how we are living and businesses must adapt to the new way of doing things as well. So the whole concept of adoption is something that I'm really obsessed with. Uh, from the business perspective, we've already seen businesses in the last decades that how they are being a great business, like top 500 um, companies in the world, and essentially because they are ignoring outside changes or outside forces in technology, they basically fade away within a few years, right? Uh, a lot of Fortune 100 or 500 companies uh, in different decades, and you can go and you can have a look as well, like Nokia, IBM, right? And uh, essentially, they are they and they used to be like market leader as well, right? So, who thought that IBM as a market leader in PC space or in, in in computer space is now like a secondary tier two, tier three vendor, right? And a lot of a lot of these examples as well in, in different technology lines. So essentially adoption is a must, right? You 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 either adopt or you die. That's essentially it's that's a brutal fact and the only way that we can avoid that is by adopting to the new changes and the new role and um, basically leveraging the new forces to your advantage, right? Web3 is the same concept as well. So the world is becoming a DeFi world and we need to be careful. We need to be able to make it to that world as well. So um, before I get to Web3 and discuss what Web3 is, let's have a quick look on what Web1 and Web2 are, right? So Web1 is essentially the first generation of websites and uh, where the internet started back in the 90s, uh, we call that era web one, right? So essentially it was a read-only content, static content, websites are just there to showcase their products. And it was like a very 
uh, static interactions. There was absolutely no interaction, if, if we want to be honest. There was no interaction between content creators and consumers, right? So you basically show up to a website, you have a look at their products, and then that was it. It was one-way communication between the content creators, which was normally big brands and the consumers or internet users as well. So the information was fairly useful, but there was no reason for, for a person, for a consumer to return to that website later. And uh, the, the content was up, updated like very rarely or like once a year or like twice a year or something. So it wasn't really an active or dynamic as we, uh, as we see it right now, right? So that was the first generation of websites and contents. And then we get to uh, web, um, web two. So with web two, things change a little bit. So the, um, now we had a two way interaction between content creators and users. So that's pretty much the social media era, right? We had websites like, um, or businesses like Wikipedia, Facebook, Twitter, blog writing, YouTube. So it was more transactional and interactive between content creators and users. And there, there was conversation. So web one era was one way communication. Um, and, um, basically very mono. Uh, approach, but web two was more like a two way conversation. And now people can interact with each other. They can, they could talk, they could communicate, and uh, content creators use their feedback to improve. So, um, yeah, it was, it was the era that we all know and we all really love, right? Web three will be a big change and big leap as well. And by the way, web three, the term was created on 2014 by Gavin Wood. And Gavin was the um, Ethereum's co-founder. So uh, it's it's the era that you not only transact or interact with other people, but you own a piece of internet. Uh, you own your content. The ownership is the key here because you're leveraging blockchain technologies and uh, well, it started as a cryptocurrency, right? Bitcoin, Ethereum as a cryptocurrency. But now it's becoming more like a business model as you own a piece of content and then you can get paid um, based on consumption model. So if people are consuming your content more, you get paid more, they can benefit as well. So it's not just you as a content creator. So in a Web2 era, when you're a social media influencer, let's say you're, a, you're an Instagram influencer, you just get paid. Uh, the, the creator is just getting paid by Instagram, right? By the platform. If you're a consumer, if you're consuming or you're a fan of that person, uh, you're not getting paid at all. You're not contributing anything. You just basically, mm, the, uh, the influencer is leveraging your attention to make money, uh, right? In the Web3 world, things are going to be different. So both the creator and consumer will get paid based on their behavior. Like play and to play games, our platforms are the best example of this, right? Not only the game creators are obviously getting paid and making a profit by building a game, but also those ones that are playing the game are getting paid as well. And that's becoming a big phenomenon. So things are moving to that direction and that's going to be everywhere. It's not just in game. It's going to be not only gaming, 
every business will, that move to Web3 can offer this opportunity and partnership to their um, fans as well, right? So, um, and I'm, I'm going to go through that in, in, in more details, obviously. So that's how it's been evolving. But now how businesses should change to adapt with Web3 era, right? One of the key facts of building a business or building a successful business is you need to be able to adopt to the way uh, to deal with identity, with people's identity. Now, in a Web1 and Web2 world, what you're doing is from the identity perspective, you, you know who you're dealing with. People are having a uh, set email, they're having a set profile on Facebook, on Twitter, and then they have their profile picture, hopefully, and um, you can see all the information that they have, their the behavior, all those sort of stuff. So you know who you're dealing with, right, in terms of interactions. So if you're, if you're a business and you're running ads on Facebook, you know who's attracted to your, basically, your ads or your business as well. And you can interact with them um, like a normal classic transaction. In the Web3 world, it's not the, um, working that way. So people are having different identities, right? Uh, you, you can see that in, in NFT world as well, that people are basically choosing their favorite NFT and they change their profile photo on Twitter to their NFT, to their favorite NFT um, piece, right? So, and that will become a norm even in the business, in, within the businesses as well. So within the business, if a, if a business has a, or an enterprise has a collaboration tool, people can now upload their favorite NFTs as a, as a profile picture. And then they, 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 are, they don't have a set identity, right? They can, they can change and move between different identities, especially women, like they can choose a, a, a male avatar, men can choose a different avatar as well, like robots or women or female. It, 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 there is no, there's not going to be a set identity, uh, set in stone identity for people. And this is how you need to be able to evolve as well. You should be able to interact and transact with, pe with people that they might have different identities every day, right? So you need to be able to adapt to that and cater for it as well. So uh, inclusion will be, will be a big thing. Um, and you're not really recognized by your name or profile picture. You may recognize with your NFT association or an NFT piece, basically, and this will be a new, new culture, right? Um, government. So in terms of government, government obviously will be a little bit behind in terms of Web3. Uh, they, they're offering a lot of services in the Web2 world, especially the um, progressive like first world countries. But essentially, even though, and this is the ironic part, right? A military invented uh, like government invented the internet right, back in the day. But now obviously they are behind in every aspect of it. Web3 world will be the same as well. Metaverse, uh, the, it takes a lot of time for government to be able to keep up with the Web3 world services. Imagine you can go to a Metaverse, you're in, transacting or interacting with other people, or other entities, and now you want to renew your ID card, for instance, or you want to get a uh, government um, help, right? So you can, you should be able to do that while you're in metaverse. And that's a great concept. That's going to be a great role. Um, but 
to be able to do that, government need to focus or basically um, channel some of the taxpayers' money to these types of services. And that will be controversy um, from my perspective because that, that government is already in a lot of, under a lot of pressure because of wasting and spending um, taxpayers' money into different projects that are really have no use. And imagine that they have started to invest some of the taxpayers' money into metaverse projects, right? So the government will go under high pressure to, to, to do that because many people will say, hey, you know what, there are a lot of people that are hungry or they can't really afford housing or life or they don't have job and now government is spending our money taxpayers money on metaverse like who cares huh? so there will be a lot of projects but essentially government will get there as well so as an example miami city has um invested in miami coin so it's the first municipality that is doing this but they have invested 5.7 million dollars i think into this project as well and that's taxpayers money and yeah, they 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 want to be um, uh, a crypto uh, the first old crypto city, and which, which is great, right? Um, or Barbados, uh, which is a country, obviously country. The country is launching their digital um, embassy on Metaverse as well for people to check in virtually into the country as well, so they can basically attract digital nomads. So that's an interesting story as well. Gaming industry is already there into Metaverse for a long, long time. People are using different characters and different um, clothing or armors or guns and those sort of stuff into, and they're just selling it outside of games as well, like on eBay and on Amazon. So, um, and that's the first initial concept of NFTs probably. Uh, but yeah, gaming, gaming are uh, becoming a connected Metaverse and I, uh, I'm predicted that in 10, 15 years' time, all the gaming industry, all the gaming, big gaming companies will merge into a big metaverse environment. Now, if you're in EA Sports, if you're playing FIFA, um, you're into a EA Sports world, right? Or if you want to play, like, the, um, I don't know, Star Wars, you're going to be into Disney World. So at some stage, these these all these big platforms will be connected. Obviously, that's going to be a long time from now, but that's my prediction. 10, 15 years, all these gaming platforms will be connected into one, and you can play in different roles, right? You can play FIFA with the Star Wars characters, for instance. Now, that might be a horrible oh. idea, but essentially, that will give you this ability. Retail will come next. Definitely, retail is going to be there as well. If you're selling retail to, to consumers, if you're selling t-shirts, clothes, shoes, furniture, electronics, definitely Metaverse is a place to go. So you can build up your shops and like H&M, I, I think I read this piece of news that H&M is launching their Metaverse uh, shop as well. So while you're hanging out in, in Metaverse, uh, you can go to, you can go shop, right? You can go to Nike shop, you can go to, um, basically, like uh, under armor shop, you can go to any shops and purchase what you want, right? So that's going to be uh, a next transition. FinTech is uprising and coming as well. So online payments, it's going to be a play a key role in Metaverse. So whatever you want to do, uh, it's just um, like financial transactions, right? Especially within the crypto space as well. So everything will be crypto paid by crypto 
and you can you can just go and purchase pay probably um, and this is another prediction as well a boy now pay later will be expanded into crypto as well at some stage into and into metaverse so um, that's going to be the next phenomenon and um, things going to be interesting at some stage i think classic credit cards if they are still around they're going to be expanded into metaverse as well so but who knows that might be like 10 15 years from now education is going to be always there as well so in terms of education uh yeah online learning universities um peer-to-peer -peer learning will be expanded into metaverse so you can go and participate into a, a university classes while you're in metaverse or you can start getting coaching and mentoring within metaverse as well so that's obviously going to be a big thing and look that i covered a lot right so there's there, there's a whole a lot going on into web3 world and the, the point is it's okay to be uncertain right so you don't need to know everything right you need to you don't need to know how the world is like changing exactly in the 10 15 years it's just you need to take the first steps, right? And the first steps is going to be probably launching your NFT or bringing NFT utility utilities outside world utilities into your NFT um, collection as well. So that's probably the first item to think about. And like Pepsi is just jumped to NFT space, like way earlier than Coca-Cola, for instance. So there's definitely there's definitely a lot, a lot going on in this space. So just feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions. If you want to build up your metaverse or your NFT strategy, let me know and we can we can talk about it and see what's the best way moving forward. I hope that has been informative for you and thanks for listening.